Hey, welcome to the Healthy Educator Podcast. This is Jordan Hadlock, and I'm so glad that you decided to come make yourself a better version of you. Here at the Healthy Educator, we are all about helping teachers and educators show up as the best version of themselves so they can always make the change that they desire. I love you guys, and I will see you on the inside. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 83, The Feedback Paradigm. All right, I have been looking forward to this episode to talk about feedback for a while, but golly gosh, we are a month into the year 2021, and if you looked back from the entire last year, this is kind of when things started uh, slowly uh, going weird um, in our world in about a month, and so uh, for a year ago at least, and I sure hope that this year has started better for some of you than maybe the last one. Um, but at the same time, I hope that you have learned to make the decision to see your world for what it can be. Um, I'm excited to be with you today, and I know that if you're here, you're striving to make yourself better, and that if you've been listening to the podcast at all recently, that um, you've uh, taken a little better control of your mind this year and you can choose to see it for what it really is um, and make your world better regardless of what is going on outside of you. Um, I'm excited to be here and talk about feedback though today. So uh, if we look at the, the idea of feedback, right, there's, there's so many angles that we could take this. And so I want to talk a little bit about um, the way we choose to see feedback from other people today. Because there's physiological feedback and negative feedback loops and the way our body works. Um, me being a physiology nerd, uh, I love the way that works. And all, all information that our body gathers, you know, in order to make the next uh, necessary uh, movement, uh, next, next necessary step to keep us healthy is pretty amazing the way our body uh, uses feedback mechanisms. Um, and really, the, the true essence of great teaching no matter where you are, is going to have to do with feedback, your ability to um, uh, give appropriate feedback to students and allow them to change course of action or continue in a particular course of action that's leading them to great change and leading them to learning, right? Um, this is the way I hope that your teaching actually works. Um, appropriate feedback does need to be quick, right? Um, when we're teaching and I think when we're working with individuals uh, in your classroom or in your schools or in your families even that uh, we need to be able to give uh, good accurate feedback and then uh, receive it uh, when it's coming to us as well. Um, to kind of help us frame this a little bit though I wanted to take a step back um, think about maybe if you've had uh, an uncomfortable time of receiving or even giving feedback. Because um, I've started to delve into maybe why and question why is that uncomfortable if I need to give some uh, feedback or if I'm receiving some tough feedback. Um, and I've even uh, very much taken on the idea that when I'm getting feedback that I'm always appreciative. Uh, thank you for the feedback is my new favorite line. Um, now, what I choose to do with that after I've analyzed is up to me, of course. Um, but instead of reacting um, to the person, especially negatively, that I am choosing to accept the feedback um, and then make appropriate decisions from there. Because if we really look at our role in education, um, any power we have 
comes from the ability to offer correct and powerful feedback. Um, even if you're a leader, uh, you know, you're a principal or uh, even a superintendent or a district level or state level leader, um, even those individuals, if that's where your role is, um, your ability to uh, engage in this one principle um, is going to make your job either a success or a failure. Okay, the way we currently see and respond to feedback when it's given to us is one of the most powerful weapons we have at our disposal. When individuals give us feedback, whether we want to view it as criticism or whether we want to view it as praise, is really up to us, but also um, the value that is placed upon it, good, bad, or otherwise, is completely up to us. Our thoughts about a particular piece of feedback, whether it's verbal, whether it's physical, anything, right? The way we choose to view that feedback is where all power lies. It's one of the greatest weapons we have, good or bad. Um, if you think about the way that you personally grow, any growth in our relationships, any growth for our students and families, any growth for education at large even is dependent on our ability to see and accept feedback. Um, we like to use that term, right, for our students all the time. And usually this is in the way of, well, I comment on assignments or I grade, <laughs> I give grades, and that is feedback to the student about their learning um, most of the time, grades are not a great uh, indicator or a good feedback for students um, as far as effectiveness and growth and learning, but th it is a way we do that, right? Um, but when we think about our ability to actually uh, share feedback or accept feedback on the personal level, this gets a little more tricky. So if you found yourself not really open to feedback, meaning someone is going to offer something to you and you don't... Uh, uh, accept that or you're not willing to even address it uh, at the brain level that it's automatically cut off then I think it's time to check yourself um, because as soon as you do that as soon as you have closed that door even on just the cognitive level right it doesn't mean that we tell people to leave necessarily but as soon as someone is giving us feedback and we immediately disregard without even addressing or listening really then we've simultaneously cut off any potential for growth as well in your life all growth has to come from feedback of some kind. Now, maybe this is not always from another person, right? We give ourselves feedback all the time. Our brains and bodies do this constantly. And so um, uh, it's not just from another individual. But if we've cut ourselves off from this, I know I don't want to hear it, body, how I feel. I don't want my brain to um, control me at all. I'm going to do whatever I want to do and don't care. Um, if that's the, the line we're on, then we're cutting off the potential for growth. Okay, this is a scary place to be. I think we've all been there at some point or another, um, but it's not something that we want to keep uh, that pattern rolling. Because um, it is important to understand and address that not all feedback is accurate and it's not all useful Okay, for growth. Um, sometimes people are just being critical and mean and, and that's okay. Um, you know, We can still be cordial. We can still say thanks for the feedback, um, but we might need to actually consider it for what it is and see if there's a morsel of truth in there. Okay, um, you know, the metaphorical throw the baby out with the bathwater just because it makes us uncomfortable or because it pricks our pride, this also means you're not going to grow. Okay, um, even if there's a piece that you feel like you're being attacked, and this is a big one for me, if I feel like I'm being attacked, especially when it comes to like family relationships or something, then I'm way less likely to want to accept that feedback and grow from it. 
most people are not just being mean and attacking. They're very much trying to help individuals. People are not usually out to get you, but we have to be willing to accept and take in and process the feedback people have. Um, our brain automatically wants to skew most feedback in our favor. And if we're always doing that, we never probably see that in its true light. And sometimes it might have been intended as a positive praise and feedback, and we love that, right? We're going to bask in that kind of that glow. But if we don't love it, a lot of times we'll immediately shut it off. Our brain will disregard. It will find evidence for why they're wrong, why that person was dishonest, why X, Y, or Z, right? Our brains are very good at that. We've got to be able to slow it down and think about what thoughts we're controlling in order to really accept feedback, okay? So think about your situation. And maybe ask yourself, what gets in my way? I know like, for me, pride is a big one. I think mostly it's probably pride. Sometimes it just makes us nervous. Maybe anxiety type feelings. Maybe our inability to accept that we might be part of the problem. Okay. Our brains are very good at self-deception. Okay. I've talked a little bit about that on the podcast and I probably will more in the future. Um, but if we're caught in a self-deception pattern or inability to see that we are part of the problem, then any feedback in that line will immediately shut off, right? We're like, well, that can't be the case. I can't be part of the problem. It's all the other person's problem, or it's this class's problem, or it's this team's problem, or it's uh, the world's problem right now, right? If we didn't have COVID, then everything would be okay, right? Um, we need to understand that we are a big part of our circumstances, and we have a lot more control than we might think. Okay, our self-deception tendencies get in the way on a regular basis for all of us. We've got to learn to see them for what they are so that when we do get feedback, we can actually grow from it. If you find that you are struggling with the idea that you need to accept feedback, okay, then maybe come talk with me if you think that you don't need that. If you're struggling with the idea that you need to give feedback to people, maybe you need to come talk to me because that's not a good communication pattern either. Let's come chat. Let's see if we can figure it out. I'm happy to give you some feedback, right? Um, to help change your life. Um, ultimately, like we talked about in the last podcast, as your coach, uh, my job is to hopefully shed light on who you might really be and show yourself to yourself so that you can make the needed changes. I can't force you to make changes. Um, you're going to have to seek uh, that help. You have to accept the feedback that you may not be able to see that we're blind to and then walk the walk, right? Um, I can't walk it for you, but I do care about you. And I do want us all to get better accepting and giving feedback appropriately so that our lives can all be better, so that your personal life can be better, your family's life can be better, and all those you work with in education can be better. Um, not everything has to be a struggle in life. It really doesn't. And I've got you on this one. Um, come learn about feedback with me. If you are uh, have questions or concerns about anything that I'm teaching you, please come talk with me. Reach out at thehealthyeducator.com. Um, if you like learning on your own, come sign up for one of our courses so that uh, you can keep bettering yourself and all those around you. I love you guys, and I will catch you next week.
Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to become the best version of yourself as an educator. If you haven't had the chance, go take a look at HealthyEducator.com and sign up for our newest course, Rekindle Your Fire. This is a deep dive into making your life in education so much better. I hope that you're able to use this resource to better your career and all those around you. Love you guys. Take care.